Hey guys, it's DJ Jesse Janity, and I want to tell you guys a little bit about TrueCar. TrueCar is changing car buying forever. TrueCar helps car buyers get rid of the fear that they might overpay. Just in the first six months of this year, over 275,000 cars were sold by the TrueCar Certified Dealer Network. And TrueCar users save an average of $3,221 off MSRP. When you're ready to buy a car, just follow these three easy steps. First, go to TrueCar.com to find out what others paid for the car you want. Then, register to see upfront pricing information and lock in your savings. Third step is simple. Just print out your savings certificate and take it to the True Car Certified Dealer for a better, hassle-free car buying experience. Some features may not be available in all states, but to see how much you can save on the car you want, simply download the True Car mobile app or visit TrueCar.com today. That's TrueCar.com. You're tuning in to the online broadcast network, AfterBuzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries. And your number one source for after-show entertainment. AfterBuzz TV, the destination for TV superfans. Producing aftershows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows. Interviewing celebrities and showrunners. And bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! Hey guys, welcome back to Grim here at AfterBuzz TV. It's Grim Night. Yay! I'm so excited. Yeah. Uh, we're talking about episode 403, Last Fight. Yeah. Uh, I'm your host, Zach Wilson. Thank you guys for tuning in. My fantastic panel is Ooh. back this week. Wow. Dylan Chance hey and Yell Teagle. Hi. I'm so excited to talk about this. Every <laughs> week, this is my favorite panel. Yeah. <laughs> um, so we open with our quote. Stars, hide your fires. Let not light see my black and deep desires. Mm. Which is from Macbeth. Yes. Or the Scottish play, I'm sorry. We're not in a theater, we're fine. I, well, there's cameras, it's kind of a theater. All right, I'll allow it. Yeah. The, the Scottish, Scottish play. play. Um, anyway. <laughs> but, um, so, I mean, what do you guys say? Stars, hide your fires. Let not light see my black and deep desires. What do you think it's uh, we're talking about here? Um, I think it's related to the story of the week, not the overarching story, um, because uh, the, char- the the characters that we have, they don't want to fight, mm-hmm. but we don't want to see their real desires, and so you have to beat them till they fight, you know? The real desire is to be a peaceful person, yeah. mm-hmm. but... And they're hiding that. Push to fight. Yeah. That's what I think, ooh, translating. Yeah. No, I like that. Thanks. It's a good sentiment. Thanks. Um, but yeah, this uh, this week we got a whole bunch of stuff going on. There's a ton of different storylines. Yeah. Um, we got. Let's real really quick. Let's just talk about um, the FBI agent mm-hmm. uh, and trouble. Yeah. Yeah. Because uh, we saw trouble get kidnapped at the end of last episode, and then she just is taken to a warehouse, and the agent's like, "We want you to fight for us." Yeah. She was just like, "I, I just want to talk to you." Like what? A, that what a build up. You're right. It's yeah. Disappointing. Well, wouldn't you just t- say go up to someone and bring them down to the coffee shop or something? <laughs> you got to kidnap them and bring them to a warehouse and say, "We want you to fight for us. Don't tell anyone." 
that's kind of spooky in its yeah, own Yeah, I don't know that that's really the best, the most confidence yeah. inspiring thing. Yeah. I'm like, why would I want to work for you? <laughs> like, you haven't even told me what I'd be fighting for. Yeah, yeah. who are you? They imply that she would be fighting bad Vesson. Right. And but she, not for the FBI. But not for the FBI. Yeah. Yeah. So for who? Yeah. I thought they were going to be like, join us, join the resistance. And I'm like, oh, the resistance. Well, could it be the resistance? It could be. Maybe. I mean, the resistance. But the resistance knows about Nick. Yeah, but maybe they, well, no. Remember in the resistance, everybody does it. Like, everybody knows what they know. Nobody knows more. Remember Kelly? That's true. Kelly, like, knew that she had to pick up this girl and take her. She didn't know who she was or where they were going. And where, who she picked her up from. So maybe they are the resistance because they don't know the whole picture. They don't know that there are Grimm's in Portland. They just That's true. were in Portland and found this girl who turned out to be a Grimm. We're like, ooh, we should recruit her. Yeah. It's yeah. a good idea. Uh, yeah, that makes sense yeah. to me. I mean, and we talked about a little bit about it last week in mm-hmm. that, like, we have the royals and the, and, uh, the resistance mm-hmm. as our, like, two groups. Potentially, that whoever um, Octopus Man is working for, oh yeah, that is yeah. a third group. Mm-hmm. But who is that third group? Could this be the group that he's working for? I I feel like, and I hate to say it because everyone knows how I feel about Octopus Man. Um, I I feel like that was an irrelevant storyline. I don't think it's going to come back. Yeah, it, And I don't think it has anything to do with the Royals or the Resistance or a third group. I feel like that was just some kind of like uh, com- company or group that mm-hmm. is just they go around stealing data and selling it off to the highest bidders. But it doesn't really matter in that I overall I mean, maybe. Story. But in for a show that talks a lot about different groups and spies mm-hmm. and like needing to infiltrate to have a spy story storyline a spy character yeah like the best spy ever and not have him working for one of our groups mm-hmm. feels like a lost story yeah uh, opportunity i agree so we i should bring him back well <laughs> <laughs> yeah. i mean this the season's still being written grim writers yeah we want more octopus man <laughs> specifically that one specifically let's put him underwater without a shirt on is what yells what the translation of yells request yeah. oh, is for sure <laughs> for sure <laughs> um but yeah so we don't know who these people are and we don't get any the the only other reference to it that we got in this episode is when trouble comes back mm-hmm. and sees nick like you can see that she wants to say something yeah. for a moment she's like yeah it is nothing <laughs> I mean, also, when um, the FBI agent was like, you know, what does this have to do with Grimm, what, uh, with Nick? What does he know? And she was like, nope, nothing. I was like, that's smart, but, like, fill him in. Yeah. Yeah. Tell Nick. Yeah. Well, I think she's maybe a little bit conflicted. Like, she sees an opportunity. Nick is also somewhat limiting her mm-hmm. reasonably. Yeah. We can see that, like, he needs to tra- she needs to be trained. She needs mm-hmm. to be properly trained. But... You can see how that might be frustrating to her, where she, these people are giving her an opportunity to just go kill bad Vesson. Yeah. Like, she's just... all You would drop her in and, like, just be like, we need to kill this person. Yeah. Go. And this she is, goes so she'd in, be an assassin. Wait, 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 wait. This yeah. is the beginning of the spinoff. This is where they drop her off in Hawaii. Hashtag trouble, trouble in paradise. paradise. <laughs> yes. It's going to be good. Yeah. I love it so much. <laughs> I feel like this episode was setting up... Um, trouble leaving 
to join this group and do that, and I don't like it. No! I don't want anything to happen. I told you she's going to go join this group. No. The uh, fans will join me, and we will hashtag the F out of trouble. Hashtag trouble. Yeah, we need to we need to keep social media active. Rumor is, I'm going to say it, rumor yeah. is that if we don't, we as fans don't uh, talk about how much we love Trouble. And just Jacqueline Tamani. She's tweeted about it herself. So, like, mm. she said, I mean, th- I'm sure that's somewhat just from her perspective yeah. on it. But, like, she said, like, no, please get your, get the, the, the hashtag going. Get the vibe out. Yeah. Because social media is important. It is. Because rumor is, if, they, if the show doesn't know that we love her, she won't stick around. I mean, I feel like that's how we got Rosalie. Because she mm. was supposed to be an episode or two, and then when they met, when Rosalie became a thing, everyone like blew up with excitement, and then she stayed. Mm. So I think rumor is, hint hint, guys, <laughs> we need to we need to make sure our voices are heard because they are listening. Hashtag trouble. Hashtag the trouble. Networks are listening. Yeah. Um, much the way that I think that we might see a little bit of Adeline and Nick listening in on each other. Who mm. knows? Because they had like a weird brain swap thing going yeah. on at the end of last week. Mm. And of course, that's where, and that's where we pick up with Wu saying there, like, are you okay, man? Like yeah. you were talking about not being able to see us and seeing a dungeon. Mm-hmm. And Wu, to his credit, like drops it in the, drops his like, what's the deal with trouble right. investigation like in the wake of like Nick just had like the biggest migraine ever right um, and Julia takes him to the doctor and this is where oh, yeah. um, we're gonna let's let's talk about the the science of grim ah, a little bit because uh, basically what we, we do is he gets sent to an ophthalmologist mm-hmm. and she goes and she's talking about how most people have three cones yeah. the red blue green right uh, color spectrum which is scientifically correct yes that is uh-huh. that is real science sure. at this point um, I don't no, the the science. I guess there are there some women who actually see a fourth cone. I or, don't. Or have I don't know. Cone. Yeah, have I've a fourth never, cone. I've never heard of that. I've never heard of it either. But it but, could. I could see it happening anyway. Wait, I want to say the fact that she says most that it's a, a thing with women goes back to I said last season that it's interesting that most of the grooms we've met are women up until that old guy. Um, Nick was the only male Grim we'd met. I I think that's more just like what the show wanted to do. I think this this science, which may or may not be real, is playing a part in that. Interesting. So since women, women that since it's more often uh, common that women have a fourth comb, maybe it's more even more common that women get the fifth one and become mm-hmm. get the full Grim abilities. Yeah. Maybe. Boom. Well, that's what they drop on us is that Nick has a fourth and a fifth, fifth cone. cone that allows him to see things that most people don't, or he, at least he would, but there's some swelling in the area that's blocking them out right now. The instant this was happening, I was like, what is happening right now? <laughs> what is happening right now? Are they giving me the science behind Grimm? And I went, oh, we just got metachlorine, guys. We just got <laughs> metachlorine. Tell me what that means. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, metachlorines. Wait, they, for the fans. Well... Well, Fair we're Star Wars explaining fans it to know. them and you. Thanks. Um, in, in the original Star Wars trilogy, the Force is just a thing. Mm-hmm. It's just an out, like a big uh, spiritual, a spiritual kind of force. magic, kind of, of just. Force, yes. But 
Yes, but then in episode one, what they reveal to us is that the Force is made up of little miniature microscopic things you. called midichlorians that are everywhere. That They're permeate everything. And if you force. have more midichlorians, you're more powerful with the Force. They tried to explain the science behind the Force. Instead of just leaving it like a mystery where you can interpret it however you want, they decided to go with these little symbiotic relationship that's inside of you that helps you talk to the force more it doesn't necessarily give you the force but it helps you uh be better at it the more you have yes. the better you are and now we understand so why. they basically turned jedis from like mystics into mutants and yeah. now we have the science behind grim and now we understand why i did not watch the episode one two and three <laughs> <laughs> i see i actually kind of let uh, like this, like what they did with the cones. Yes. I thought that was a really cool way to like, because it's not even like, it's not explaining like how it's passed out or anything like that. It's just like his eyes are physically affected by being a Grim. There is a right. physical difference between him and other people. Sure. Yeah. I like it also because we, it gives us more explanation into why, um, you know, the Vessin look in him and see something different in his eyes. It's all about the eyes. I just like the mystery to it. You know, like, I feel like sometimes you don't have to explain everything. Leave I, some mystery in the world. I feel like you were the person who um, who didn't want to know that. How do they know that he's um, he is a Grim? Oh, we don't need to know that they see the darkest. No, I needed to know that because I, it didn't make sense that they could just see. So I did need to know that. But well, I think you needed to know this as well. I didn't need to know there was you a fifth did. cone in his eye. You <laughs> I'm did. okay with that. And that it's usually in women, and that Grims are usually women. It's passed maternally. That's where I'm going. I'm going with that. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Um, okay. <laughs> so, yes. Um, but so, basically, there's there's cool science stuff going on here. Science and uh, Y&C. Yeah, <laughs> more or less. Yeah. So now next uh, we're going to get the science of Vessin and what magic gene that is in them that turns them into animals. Well, I... How does their DNA mutate? We'll learn that next. The I science like, of Grimm. I like science and stuff. Yeah, I think it'll be fun to see as yeah. we go forward. And, like, it's, we, they sort of hinted out during um, the Comic-Con panel that we might get some idea of... What happens when two Vessin have two different right. Vessin have a baby? Well, I wonder I. where we could get that. Mon Rosalie, the Mon Rosalie having baby. a baby. Yeah. Oh my god, it's gonna be fun. Mm-hmm. Um, and what they said is that when two Vessin get uh, are combined like that, when a Vessin and a Vessin love each other very much. <laughs> um, but it's like it's like one Vessin is power enough; two can be explosive. <laughs> Sorry, I just imagined her getting pregnant and then Jeez. <laughs> that is not what it... Sorry. No. Sorry, okay. guys. Anyway. Yeah. Well, I mean, this has had to happen before in history, so they oh, yeah. actually... I mean, the royals, we still don't know what is special about them, but... There's nothing special about the royals. Yeah. Yeah, well... They actually confirmed that. Yeah. That they're just royal? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. I think they might have be able to see Vessin. I know that they're, we know that they're aware of Vessin, yeah. but there's, they don't have any, well, we know that they do have, I guess they do have some powers in their blood because Renard being a royal was able to save Juliet that one time. Um, I think, hmm. okay. No, okay. No? No, continue. Yes, continue. Okay. <laughs> All right. I don't know. That was like almost like a leading. Like, no, no. Okay. <laughs> 
Nope. Anyway, so let's let's talk about our our main storyline mm-hmm. for a little bit because we get uh, introduced to a <clears throat> a new type of Vessin this week. What was he called? Uh, okay, I'm gonna try, give this one a try. Yeah, this is no a boy. tough one. Heftigarok. Mm-hmm. I know I'm so far off on that. <laughs> our German friends, we thank you for I, correcting him. Yeah, our German listeners are like, oh, it's getting worse. Heftigarok? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Stop it. No. No, <laughs> no it's okay. gonna get worse in a little while. Yeah. Uh, um... But so it's like it's basically like a bull mm-hmm. is what we're looking at, and in order and he's a boxer. He's a young guy. He's a boxer, and t- in order for him to get worked up to fight, somebody has to come in and beat him with sticks. Three somebody, <laughs> three people come and beat him with sticks, and then he like fights them off, and then he's like, "Yeah, let's go!" And then he just like gets in the ring and starts throwing punches at this dude. Yeah. Seems like an unfair advantage. Yeah, I mean, but also he doesn't want to do it. They like have to beat him to get him into fighting. He doesn't want to fight. Yeah. He's a peaceful guy. Well, it's kind of like in uh, bullfighting. They they egg him on, waving that thing around and like jumping all around. And those bulls are like, Arr! and they they see that as aggressive behavior, and that's why they attack. They're right. not normally going to attack. Animal cruelty. Yeah. Vessin cruelty. Vessin cruelty. People yeah. cruelty. Well, he's got. Um, a few people pushing him, like uh, his boxing the coach. agent promoter. Yeah, the yeah. promoter. That's the. There's that's a promoter the, and a coach. And the coach. The coach seems like he's just training a fighter. Like mm-hmm. that's like what he does. He trains boxers to box. That's fine. Well, I mean, later we find out that he is. Uh, he was a former boxer, and that he is also a. A. You're gonna make me do it again. One more time. Hefton Garak. Yes. yes. That guy, he was one of those as well. He's much older, though. He's also a bullfighter. Mm-hmm. Hmm? Bullfighter. Not nice. bullfighter. Oh. <laughs> All right, fine. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, but then, so, they're, they're trying to force him into this. And, like, we get a, an opening storyline where we get our first murder mm-hmm. of the episode is... This guy who was one of the people hired to beat him up. Who is also a former boxer. Yes, who and, like, and that's like the classic boxer storyline all the way back yeah. to uh, what uh, on the waterfront. Mm-hmm. Um, the the former boxer who just has to do random jobs to make ends meet. Aww, uh, that's so sad. And this guy, he gets his jaw. He's like beating up with this guy. He gets his jaw broken. Right. And you're like, yeah, you should probably give him a bunch of money. Like fixing a jaw is not cheap. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I feel no sympathy. I I mean, it sucks that his jaw's broken, but, like, y- you came in here to beat up a man. And then you got your jaw broken? Oh, that sucks. I mean, mm. yeah. yes. <laughs> yes. 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 But, like, there at least early on in the episode, I thought that Clay was in on it. Mm. Or I guess he was, he was sort of in on it. Like, yeah. he knew what was up. Yeah. Um. So he's like, oh, this is how I got to get... This is how I get going. This is how, it's like instead of just listening to your mixtape yeah. and like having a Gatorade before the fight, he's like, I'm going to have three dudes come in and wail on me for a little while. He seemed so sad, though. He was like, okay, they're coming in. Please don't do this. Yeah, he doesn't want it. Yeah. Is there um, a uh, PETA for the Vessin world? I'm sure there is. Um, oh, that would be great. Oh my god. What if what if the FBI agent is working yeah. for PETA? <laughs> we want you to kill that Vessid because we're PETA. 
<laughs> I don't think that's how PETA works. No. It would be pet <laughs> Yeah. People for the ethical treatment of Vessin. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think that's going to work no. as well. I like PETA. People Pitu. eating tasty animals. Yeah. <laughs> that's what I'm talking about. Anyway, now we're all going to get blood, like paint mm, on our clothes. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah. But so Clay goes into the ring the first time and he just like knocks that dude cold. Mm-hmm. Like to the point where he's like, yeah, get up. I'm, I'm not done yet. Like, <laughs> get up. And then he, of course, wins. And then he's going to be uh, put up for another fight right away, mm-hmm. which is very unusual in the boxing community. There's usually months between fights, mm-hmm. at least. Um, at this point, like, obviously, Nick and Hank are on the scene. Yeah. They're investigating, like, this dude's body just, like, washed up because it had a bunch of puncture wounds. We saw him get pulled from his car mm-hmm. after threatening... Uh, the promoter. The promoter, Stan. Mm-hmm. After threatening Stan, like, I'm going to let people know what you're doing. Like, it's not cool. And I need you need to give me 25 grand. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, of course, somebody rips him from the car and kills him. And then... I was expecting um, Stan to be a, like, hawk-like or um, eagle-like Vessin. Because the way he was pulled from the car, I imagine, like, Talon's pulling him up. Because we didn't see who pulled him or how he was pulled. Mm-hmm. But I was disappointed that he was not. I want someone with wings, is what I want. You want a winged <laughs> vessel? Yes. Like someone that can fly? Mm-hmm. That well, would be awesome. I wonder if our FBI, FBI agent can fly. Because she's she bird-like. Because she's a, uh, I don't have it written down, but she's a hawk yeah. type of vessel. Yeah. Well, that other bird guy we saw, remember back in the day, he was like a sniper or something. Remember that dude? Nope. Vaguely. Could he fly? I don't think he could fly. Yeah. He didn't have wings either. But I want someone with wings. That would be cool. We right. need some, like, like legendary Vessin creatures. Like the, the like the lava guy. Remember oh. the lava guy? The one that, were, like, came out of the ground as the lava. Yeah, well, next week. Yeah, we'll, next week we'll get looks into, pretty good. We'll, yeah, yeah. Without giving anything away. We'll talk about it after prediction. We need some more of those. I like um, the, like, crazy, over-the-top Vessin. Yeah. Um, but so we... At this point, Nick is like, they see the stab wounds. Mm-hmm. They're like, that's not normal. Right. It's probably Vessin. <laughs> probably. Uh, <laughs> Hank has like some doubt. Like, it can't be, it's not going to be Vessin every time. All of their cases are Vessin. <laughs> so I was thinking about that. What? How did they solve cases before Nick was a Grim? Did, did they? Did they ever? I, I I mean, he was a detective. Yeah. They, they, Hank was his partner. They were solving cases. They were investigating. But as soon as he became grim, every case every has case been Vessin. And they're almost all well, impossible to explain. Maybe after he solved the first, like, really weird case, mm-hmm. all the weird cases just go to them. Like, uh, uh, you guys are really good at figuring out these weird ones that the regular detectives can't do. Maybe. You know? But they don't but solve they're... the weird cases. They just are like, this is unexplainable. Cold case. <laughs> Cold case. <laughs> That's already a lot of murders for Portland. I feel like there's <laughs> not that many other ones. Okay. At least um, I hope not. Yeah. I think Portland's a pretty peaceful city. I would imagine. <laughs> not the way Grimm paints it, where there's a murder every week. More than one. <laughs> At yeah. least one murder per week. Yeah. It's a date. Portland. It's a big Portland. city. I wouldn't be surprised. The, uh, Portland, the most dangerous city in America. Yeah, seriously. Um, but so at this point, Nick is like, do we bring trouble in? And then he's like, yeah, we need her. Always. 
I mean, he does. Yeah. Like, at this point, he's handicapped, effectively. Yeah. He's a handicapable grim. Oh. Um, he's a grimless grim. He's missing the grim part of being a grim. Yeah. That's just, his cones are blocked. <laughs> he's a cone block. That was my only he thing. He has a cone block. During right that now. That's thing, his, is that's, like, that's his weakness, the cone blockage. Shouldn't he still be super strong? If only he well, had, if his did, biggest problem is a cone blockage. He only went to an ophthalmologist. Oh, he that's true. Go get a full body scan. That's true. That's he true. also uh, was able to draw, which I thought was part of the grim thing, was that they could draw what they saw. No, he, he's just a good drawer. He's just a good artist? Yeah. Okay. Well, I think the um, he gets a better memory mm. as a grim, but he can still draw. Okay. And it wasn't like, that was pretty traumatic. I feel like he can recall like what he saw. Maybe it's it was a very like this is a dungeon. His mom there are rats. Probably taught him to draw. His aunt. <laughs> his aunt. Yeah. His mom. That's right. Reason. It was his aunt. Yeah. She taught him to draw because she knew one day. Because she knew he'd have to be drawing medicine. <laughs> she put him in like art school. <laughs> <laughs> Son, you're gonna go to art school and to a fighting camp. Yeah. Don't worry about how the two are connected. We're gonna get to that later in life. <laughs> Um, but so at this point, um, trouble it has got to go in, and so she goes. She's been she's been in a boxing like mm-hmm. gym yeah. before, so she goes in. She's like working out, and she knows who she needs to talk to. Yeah. She, I thought she was pretty sly going over there. Yeah, yeah. Um, I like that like, she was oh. working out in blue jeans. <laughs> yeah, it's like she was like, oh, I'm going in the gym. Yeah, this is what I'll wear. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. She doesn't have a ton of clothes, although you'd think she probably has some shorts. I'm sure that uh, Juliet has some sweatpants she can borrow. Yeah. <laughs> or yoga pants. Well, they even. called her and they just jumped in the car and then dropped her off, so yeah, she didn't have time to change. Phone. Yep. With a new phone. <laughs> <laughs> they always have extra phones. Yeah. You can get them down at the 7-Eleven. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but so... At this point, trouble, like, she goes, she's like, oh, can you help me? This thing keeps slipping off. Yeah. And then she's, you, you ask a lot of questions, and then she you just keeps asking questions, <laughs> no. like, doesn't even pay attention. Nope. Um, at this, which attracts Stan's attention. Mm-hmm. I have to think he thinks she's just, like, trying to, yeah. 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 Trying, to, bad trying to flirt with his main star. and Distract him. Exactly. That'll take his eyes off the prize. Mm-hmm. Although... Am I the only one that was kind of shipping the two of them? Oh, no, I totally shipped it. <laughs> I think mean, they were really cute together. Yeah. We need, Trouble needs a love interest. I think the the idea that her love interest is a um, a fighter who doesn't want to fight, who's actually like del- a delicate flower, that is such a great compliment to Trouble. Because <laughs> she looks like she could be a delicate flower, but she is not. But she's a fighter. Yeah. She is... Uh, Anything uh, but a Venus flytrap. A, a grim date of Vesson, though. Yeah, that's gonna be yeah. Now that would that's... be some fireworks if they Ooh. ever had a baby. Yeah, who even knows what that would be like? Oh my gosh. Oh, sorry. All sorts of things went through my head now. I don't. <laughs> well, I'll... I just I'm excited. That would be awesome. Would yeah, be so I mean, weird. that's the one thing with kids is that it's tough to do when you're on yeah. like a con- fairly contr- like compacted timeline, mm-hmm. like. Unless we get some magical aging stuff going on, yeah. like I think we're gonna have with uh, the with Diana, mm-hmm. but you can't do that with everybody. Yeah, you can't pull an angel and have like the kid fall through a hell portal and right. come back thirteen years old. <laughs> Apparently not. Why not, not every time. 
I'm saying they're going to do it once with Diana. I don't think you do it with another oh, baby. Oh, I see. I see. Yeah. Um, anyway, off track. <laughs> um, but so, uh, at, at this point, um, yes. what were we talking about? We're talking about oh, Trouble so, gets into the ring. And then. yeah, Trouble has to get into the ring because she's, they're like, get out or get in. Yeah. yeah. And then uh, she kicks And as soon as we see that woman, I'm like, oh, she's going to be Vesson. Of course Oh, yeah. Is. And she's a horse vessel. She's a ha- horse vessel. I don't oh, have man. the name of the vessel. No, I I tweeted. I don't think they at got the a name. Riders and asked them, "Is that a horse vessel?" And I was hoping that they would give me a name, but they didn't. It's apply. probably on Grimwicky. It probably is. Yeah. Um, she even had a horse name. Hurricane. Hurricane. <laughs> yeah. That's oh, <laughs> that's unfortunate. Well, and she was looking straight at trouble. I'm surprised she didn't notice that Trouble was a Grim. But well, I guess. as soon as she well, looked at Trouble, Trouble was like, oh. She ducked her head like, yeah. so that you couldn't see her eyes. See, it's so good now yeah. that we know this vital yeah, piece of information yeah. about how they knew he was a Grim all these years. I think they had to tell us so that they could bring in Trouble so that they could like then have the idea of hiding the fact that you're a Grim. Right. I think they, they shot themselves in the foot by not explaining that early on. And they were like, oh, if we explain this now, we can find a way to hide it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm glad that they did. Yeah. Um, but so, sorry, I'm trying to look up what the what those things are called. Horse vessel. Uh, we, okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's a knuckle V. No, it's not. I got the wrong one again. Okay. Um <laughs> Anyway, so I, I won't bother. But so the, at this point, we're getting Clay wants out. Mm-hmm. Abe is like, but, like, I don't want to do this anymore. The police are investigating. So Stan's really on edge. Mm-hmm. And when Abe is just like, we can't do this. Like, and this Clay is- thinks that he killed, unintentionally killed um, the guy. Yeah, even though he saw him walk out. But I guess he thinks he gave him like brain damage yeah, yeah. or something like that. And so, I don't know. I, well, this is where Abe gets thrown off a roof Hmm. Um, but we do get the revelation while Trouble's in there of what these two are Mm -hmm. we get the the bull vessel and the the warthog type vessel thingy that Stan is is. I I thought like the horns are sort of similar to a warthog okay okay let's call him Pumbaa Pumbaa (laughs) now and Stan Pumbaa yeah Um, but so they they obviously are going to have it that they have it out at this point and th- trouble kills Stan. Th- th- this all gets kind of glossed over. I mean, what do you guys think is going on now that after Abe is dead, and they investigate more, and then they attack Stan. Stan kill or Stan gets killed. Mm-hmm. Which, by the way, that was awesome. It was. I awesome. thought she was going to rip off his horn. I thought so too. I was really disappointed that she didn't. <laughs> well, didn't she, like, snap his neck? Yeah, well, she yeah. had a hold of his face. It's effectively like if you had somebody by the nose. So by- what does a non-Grim see when she's holding his horn? Does she? Did they just see her grabbing nothing and I always wondered this. I've I've always wondered what happens. If we hopefully we can get a writer on the show at some point. <laughs> yeah. to I be wanna, like they should have shot from the other angle and just see like Hank and Nick stand in there and see trouble like grabbing nothing and then like snapping his neck with air. <laughs> <laughs> well, like because like you see when they get longer noses mm-hmm. or they get like longer hair, like the lions and stuff, yeah. or they lose their hair. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe whenever they like fully attack someone, they're fully exposed. 
because you know they can show themselves. Yeah. Right. So maybe whenever they're in like attack mode, they are seen by the people they're attacking. No, because Nick's attacked and he can't see it. That's true. But at the end, when he dies, he we see him regress back to human face. And I think that maybe in the end of the fight, he was in, so enraged he was unable to hold it in. Right. That's what I'm thinking. Maybe they get so enraged that they fully vote and then everyone sees them and then when they die oh it goes back to normal yeah oh well i thought and one of the things that i thought the scene did well um was play with the the fact that nick can't see it but Mm -hmm. but um but trouble Trouble can oh that was a cool line by trouble too what she what she say um that's right dude grim here or something like that (laughs) it was pretty cool (laughs) that's right dude Grim here. And you're like, what? And she's yeah. just like, yeah, I'm Grim. What of it? You want to fight? Let's fight. <laughs> Snap. Okay. Yeah. It's all it was good. great. It was fun. Um, but it, I guess I think I didn't think that he ever really exposed himself mm. to Nick. <laughs> yeah, I, I heard it as soon as I said it. Uh, <laughs> Sorry. Uh, you, you said it. I know. I know. Um, I think that was just the. <clears throat> The show, yeah, give showing us what we're used to seeing is right. the person on Vogue. Um, but then the bigger reveal, because Stan, uh, rather Clay, is inside, mm-hmm. and then it turns out his mom has been the one who's really been violent pushing, and she starts to beat him with a chair leg. Well, um, when I rewatched the episode at the beginning, when Stan is saying that he's gonna that Clay's gonna fight again, he's on the phone. And he says, like, yeah, no, we're going to fight again. Three more. Yeah, the contract's coming. It's okay. We're going to get the contract. He only uh, needs to win three more. Mom's been behind it the whole time. Oh, yeah. 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 Definitely. I mean, she, she... Was she a vessel? Did she... Oh, yeah. yeah she's no, she's, exa- she's, she's a Hefton girl. Yeah, she was... Uh, mm-hmm. Right. She was a bull, too. That's yeah. what I thought. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, well, well, then what got her all amped up? You know? They're usually peaceful. She got amped up because she they were losing. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, just because they are peaceful, or the the species as a, as a generality is mm-hmm. peaceful, does right. not mean that they all. That's are. true. All right. All right. Um, she's a wild bull. Well, she didn't want to fight. She wanted her son to fight. <laughs> yeah, well, but she still got all amped up to beat. But him. she got violent. Yeah, about she got it. violent. Um, which at this point, Clay, it just like f you. Yeah, f you, and he breaks his arm. Oh, so gross. Ouch. But like. That's a good way to end a boxing career. Yeah. No one's going to put you in the ring with a broken arm. Yeah. Take him out back and shoot him. Oh. Whoa. That's what you do to farm animals when they <laughs> break their limbs. He's human-ish. Ish. <laughs> well, you wouldn't do that to Hurricane. <laughs> Actually. <laughs> oh, God. Um, but, yeah, so, anyway, I'll, that about wraps up our, our boxer storyline. Yeah. Um, I thought that, that it was... It was a, what do you guys think of it overall? The That's main, fine. the main, like the story of the week. Um, I liked it. I felt like it was less uh, like this is a story of the week, and more like furthering our purpose of seeing Nick and Trouble deal with the situation, which I really liked. Um, I think that recently we've had a lot of we need a story of the week to go underneath the main story that we actually want to talk about. Mm-hmm. And I think this is one of the few times recently that we've had a story of the week that's actually relevant to the overarching story. And it was fun. Mm-hmm. It was fun to just see something different inside of boxing, you know, a mm-hmm. community, and you see trouble, like, kick some ass. That was fun, too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it, yeah, it was fun. I think the big takeaway from this is going to be 
what happens now with the 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 Nick versus Trouble? Nick was right on his back mm-hmm. in that fight. Like he almost, if Trouble hadn't been there, yeah, he would have died. Dead. Yeah, and that's going to lead us into. Oh, excuse me. The <laughs> bigger to anyone listening. Yeah, I sincerely apologize. Um, the bigger discussion of mm-hmm. um, Nick getting his powers. Yeah, right? he has to get him. He, he wants them didn't now. even say like we can't keep doing this yeah. or something because it's too dangerous mm-hmm. now. Well, I think bef- up to this point, it's been he's been on, sort of on the edge. It's like, well, it would be easier for Juliet if yeah. I wasn't a Grim. But he wants them, his powers back. Yeah. But he wants to make Juliet happy. So he's he's struggling with mm-hmm. that. It's but as we've as we've said before, he's gonna be a target no matter what. And yeah. this sort of shows like he's gonna be in those situations regardless yeah. of being a grim or not. He's already a detective, so he's gonna be talking to dangerous people anyway. A lot of them we know are Vesson. Yeah. yeah. I think it hinders him as a cop to not have his power. Sure. Oh, um, yeah. Because, I mean, I, I'm waiting for Hank to be like, yeah, this is how I feel all the time. Like, you were able to see these people and fight them and defend us, and I can't see what you see, and I just have to go with the flow. So I feel like he's going to... There's no way he's not going to stay, uh, or he's not going to want his powers back. Yeah, um, but so that's going to come right up against what uh, Juliet said to Monroe's Lee, and what, but and they're they're working on it, which we're going to get into in just a moment. Yeah, so I can talk about iTunes. Mm-hmm. Hey guys, thank you so much for tuning in every week. It's such a blast doing this panel, and it makes it so much more of a blast that you guys are here having a good time, listening to us, and we like to know that you guys are having a good time. We want to know that you are having so much fun that this is the best grim panel that it can possibly be and you know how you can best help us out with that is to go on to itunes and hit us with a rating hit us with a review we want to know what you think we want to know what you think is going to happen on the show what are your theories what new vessin types do you want to see that's my big question right now i want to know put it in the youtube comments or in your itunes comments for next week Mm -hmm. i want to know what type of vessin that we have not seen what animal what creature could we do as a vessin that you are most excited about we I actually, they, own. it looks like they're, they beat me to my fate, to what oh, I was yeah. excited about. I think I even talked to you about mm-hmm. this the last year. We talked about it last season. Um, but yeah, let us know. I want to, I want to know what you guys are thinking. I also want to know, um, who you think is the hottest on Grimm. <laughs> Just so we can talk about it. <laughs> Isn't there a unicorn vessel coming up? Didn't we see a picture of oh, that? Oh, I don't know. I don't remember, but I hope so. That'd be interesting. I, you tweeted about it. I'm I know sure you I did. tweeted about it. That sounds right. That sounds like me. Um, but yeah, so go on there. It also the other the other big way that it helps out is like it helps raise awareness of the podcast for not just uh, other listeners, but also just for the networks to know that we're doing a good job. It helps people at our at AfterBuzz know we're doing good. But it's how we get awesome guests. Yes. Like last week when we had Claire Coffee and Brian Letcher on the show. That's right. That was, it was amazing. If you didn't listen to last week's podcast, you need to go back and listen to it because yeah. it was so much fun. It was awesome. And we're beautiful. working on uh, getting other guests in here, but your reviews really do help make the difference to getting the next step, moving just that extra mile to where they know that coming on here means that they're going to meet and get to talk to the best Grim fans out there because you guys are the best. Oh no, not you guys. The, no, the listeners know. are the best. I know best. that's sweet. 
No, I'm um, <laughs> um, but so let's let's talk about what Monrosalie are doing. Mon and I prefer to just refer to them as a unit. Well, they, yeah, are they are. A unit. <laughs> They're married. Um, yeah. Well, it is. I mean, for now at least, they are acting sort of as one. Yeah. Um, and they're working with Renard's mother. Yeah, so they go, and they're like, well, we're at kind of a dead end. We should... They they talk to Hank first, mm-hmm. which I thought was an interesting... Because they, they sort of need... They can't talk to Nick about it. Right. And they can't talk to Juliet about yeah. it. Um, but they do go to Hank, who then let... Basically, they're like, we need to talk to Captain Renard. Yeah. Uh, and then they meet Mommy. Mommy. Yeah. Um, Oh, oh, and uh, Renard in that right, right before we we get the all everyone together, um, lets her know that Diana is not with the resistance nor the royals. He doesn't let her know so much as she goes, "This is what I would do, and I assume you're smart." <laughs> and it makes yeah. sense, yeah. Um, but it's I li- I like this character. I like his mom. She's it's, cool. I really like his interaction with her. Yeah, because when when Rosalie shows up, he's like. She's all caught up. Like, I got <laughs> yeah. You can talk to her. Speak freely. It's really cool. It, you know, this show adds a lot of new characters all mm-hmm. the time. They go in, they go out. We got Bud back for just a, a brief yeah, moment. I which, love him. Bud. Yeah, Bud's great. I was really excited that Bud came back, even it was for half a scene. Yeah. Um, but so with all those characters floating around, sometimes, they're, sometimes they hit, sometimes they don't. I think that she hit really quickly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, it just, she fits so well within our group as, oh, like, yeah. she's so super experienced in this world the mm-hmm. way that none of our other characters really are. Yeah. She just, she knows all the ins and outs. She knows how the royals work, how the resistance works. Because she, she's not working with the resistance, right? No, I don't think no. she's working with anyone. She just, yeah, is on her own. She just knows how everything thing. works. She's a freelancer. And she's, like, super powerful. So that's And awesome. she just slept with the king that one time. Yeah. yeah. Um, no, I mean, she is hot. Yeah. I like that Monroe's and Lee are scared of her, but then, like, oh, you're not scared of her. It's cool. Like, what's happening? Yeah. She's terrifying, and I love it. She's got the... She she just, like, oozes, like, power in this way that, like, you're like, I'm afraid, but I kind of like it. (laughs) I'm scared. I'm a little turned on. This will work out well. Um... But so they they basically go about retracing the steps, and Renard tells them where they can go, mm-hmm. and they find that the little dried up potion. Yeah, and she just reaches in and like eats a piece of it. <laughs> so yeah, gross. that was so crazy. The special effects in that moment yeah. were pretty cool. She morphs into Adeline, and then morphs into Juliet, yeah. and then morphs back into herself. That was cool. Um, and so that basically they they determine the only way that they're going to mm-hmm. be able to fix it is to recreate the potion. Mm-hmm. Now, they need ju- like a piece, something from Juliet, right? They will. Well, they and will. they also needed to uh, do the spell or something at a place not tainted by another Hexen piece, yeah. which I think is pretty funny. I love that she could smell Adeline in the room. <laughs> I can smell her hate and her fear, <laughs> her longing... Her loss. Oh, poor Adeline. Yeah. Well, so they're they're going about making the potion while Adeline's off in Vienna. And there's another point to the Monrosalie storyline that I want to come back to before mm-hmm. we wrap up. But um, I want yeah. to talk about Adeline first. Because Adeline... Because I think the two may be related. Okay. Um, Adeline is in her little cell. She's trying... At one point, she tries to get out. And we yeah. learn about how... A little bit of how the cell is hex and beast proof. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, it all echoes into her ear. Yeah. Well, it's. I think it has something to do with the circle. Circles are very important in magic. Yeah. Uh, so I feel like 
putting her in a circular cell helps keep her powers in check. Okay. Where she's like, she tries to open the door, she fogs, and she's just like, open! And nothing happens. Yeah. Um, except that she gets a really bad headache. Right. Um, and then we get this dude, the dude from out of the other side of the wall. I have so many theories about this This is dude. so weird, I mean, by the way. Mm-hmm. My first thought last week, less because he gave us a name, I was like, my instant thought was Rumpelstiltskin. Ah. Because he's like, he he dodged the name question. Right. But of course, Once Upon a Time has a very prominent Rumpelstiltskin, right. so I feel like they would instantly just want to shy away from that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a theory. Go. Okay. I think it's Victor. I think it's very much like Jafar and Aladdin. I think it's Victor trying to help him get out. Oh. Oh, you think, or, or someone he's paid. Because I don't think it's him. I think it's actually Victor. No way. That's what I think. Interesting. So he, I, so he morphs into another person? No, I think he uses a potion, uh, transforms or messes with his yeah. appearance in one way or another. Apologies, posing himself. Hey, apologies. <laughs> yep. um, no, you're right, because I, I guess he's thinking he can figure out how to find the baby if he if the she doesn't think that he's mm-hmm. actually Victor. Mm-hmm. I like that, and then like and then theory. he gives her a pot brownie. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, he gives her some like a brownie, and you're just that's suspicious. Yeah, it's like, a weird girl. food to have. I think that was what Claire Coffee uh, was referring to. Remember, oh, she yeah, said we're gonna give there's going to be another stuff. reference. Well, maybe <laughs> later um, on coming up, and I'm yeah. pretty sure that was it. Because well, he he's like he wants some food, and he gives her a brownie. Man, like come on. I guess we'll see. Yeah. What happens after she eats it? <laughs> like, because we don't, we sort of, it was a really quick storyline yeah, yeah. for her. Um, so, but who knows? And so now it's, uh, I like your theory better than what was like, your theory? I, I, well, I thought it might be related to these wolf mask dudes that we get mm. right in the tail end of the episode that are watching Monroe and Rosalie. Uh, um, another strange group. Yeah, so, and again, I think that these are part of, like, the same, it's all going to turn out to be very, very connected. Um, But yeah, we get these two guys sitting outside the spice shop where they're mixing up the potion with Mm -hmm. Renard's mom, and they're just watching and they put on these creepy little wolf masks. Yeah. Uh, Do you think they're watching Monroe's Lee, or are they watching Renard's mom? Good question. Yeah. Ooh. Um, Both. Well... (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Um, but like, I guess it makes sense that they'd be watching Renard's mom mm-hmm. more. So maybe they follow yeah. her. Um, what do you? Th- who do you think? Do you think they're royals? No, no. I think they're. I think they're what the FBI lady was talking about. Interesting. Oh, you think that's them? Oh, and they think that maybe they suspect the spice shop of being bad. Vessin territory. Maybe if you have like good Vessin groups, like you could, I could totally see like two gangs of good Vessin, yeah. like thinking that the other's doing bad, and so they go out and try to kill each other. Mm. So we get to have, so we have Monroe and Rosalie versus this crazy FBI group. Yeah, thing not FBI. Yeah, Peter, uh, not FBI gang. Uh, Vessin for Peter. Vessin for Peter. Peter. Yeah. P T W. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so. Uh, any other theories or thoughts from this episode, guys? Like, mm. What's going to happen with these? Uh, well, uh, let's go into predictions real yeah. quick. Talk about what we're going to see. And now, you're after so, next week, 
Lots of stuff coming up. We see a golem. Yeah. yeah. Um, basically, they well, they didn't say it in so many words in the trailer. No, but, but that's what it is. That's yeah. It's a it's a being made of clay, it killing people. Biblical. Clay. It's that golem. Yeah, yeah not the Pokemon. <laughs> uh, a clay golem, which. Uh, I was thinking Lord of the Rings can take any form. Yeah, effectively, uh, it's, it's, like it's actually a Jewish mon. It's one of the few Jewish like Mythology, fairy tale monsters. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it's a very interesting story. So I'm excited to see what they do with it. We'll talk mm-hmm. more about the ori- the origin of that story and, and stuff next week. Yeah. But the other big drop in that preview was that Adeline is back in Portland. Oh yeah, that's real quick. Um, I think it's. Um, actually, um, the mom, the mom, yeah. I don't Posing. think it's Adeline. Yeah. I think trick. it's. I think it's. She. They were successful with the potion, and thus she had to become Adeline for whatever reason oh. to reverse it. I don't think she had to become Adeline and then have sex Nick with Nick. <laughs> yeah, Nick has to sleep with Renard's <laughs> mom as Adeline. <laughs> My God, that's what needs to happen. Oh no! I really hope so. I don't think Nick's gonna get his powers back. And, and then afterwards, she's like smoking a cigarette. She's like, "Well, actually, we didn't have to do that." <laughs> <I just said." laughs> and it can't be done in the bed. Because <laughs> it's contaminated it's by her. Oh yeah. yeah, that's a good question. Did uh, Juliet want to like get rid of the sheets and maybe get a new bed? Or oh, I have sure. to imagine yeah. she burned those sheets <laughs> and the teddy that she never wore before. The oh blue, yeah, the, the little purple teddy. thing. Wasn't that? Oh, that was borrowed from yes her. I guess I, I in my head for a moment like I thought Adeline just went out and bought that. But no, it was taken no. from anyway. Yeah, so. Lots of cool stuff coming next next week. Any final predictions, you guys? Um, no, I, I stand by my Jafar Victor thing. That's pretty good. <laughs> yeah. Dylan? No, nothing. I'm just watching. Okay. <laughs> I, I think our wolf mask dudes are going to be working for the FBI. I'm going to stick with that theory. Mm. Or not the, the FBI. The but not like FBI. The, the not Whatever FBI. that mysterious group is. Yeah. Uh, maybe they're scouting out anyone around trouble. Mm. Anyone that might lead them mm. to more knowledge about trouble. Anyone who could lead them to trouble. That's what I was thinking. Anyone who could tweet more about, about trouble. trouble. Yeah. Hashtag trouble, you guys. Hashtag trouble in paradise. Yes. Uh, 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 for the spinoff. Yeah, maybe we shall have to leave Grim, but we'll get a fantastic Hawaiian spinoff. Awesome. Those are the best. Hawaii Five-0 with Vessin. <laughs> yes. I'd watch it. This sounds great. It can come on right after Grim every week. <laughs> uh, it'll be a hit. It'll be huge. Uh, thank you guys so much for joining us. Uh, be sure to tune in next week. Yell Teagle, where can the people find you? The people can find me online at yell.tv. That's Y-A-E-L.tv. There you'll find info about all the shows I do here, including Constantine and SVU and many more. Also, Twitter, Yell Teagle, Y-A-E-L-T-Y-G-I-E-L. Uh, and you can find me on Twitter at Dylan Chance or on Instagram at Dylan.Chance and right here on Wednesdays for Star Wars Rebels. Then you guys can find me on Twitter at that Zach Wilson, and also here at AfterBuzz, I got a whole bunch of shows. Uh, Z Nation, we just did a fantastic interview uh, right before this panel. Uh, Resurrection, Agents of Shield, Sleepy Hollow, lots of other stuff coming up soon, guys. I'm Zach Wilson, and thanks for geeking out with us. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz, Buzz you later. later.
The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.